Good morning. How are you, Diddlin? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused, your tri-weekly. Would that be right in saying every every couple of days, three times a week, whatever, um, live broadcast answering your social media and video questions, chatting to you about different subject matters and also answering your specific social media and video questions. So if you have any, no matter what platform you're watching on, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Live, wherever you are, say hello, ask your questions. I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do today. And if I can't do it today, I'll do it in the next live on Friday instead or an email or something like that. Uh, okay, so who am I? First things first, I am Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be that video, animation, aerial work, graphics, we also work in a few different se sectors as well, which we're slowly pivoting into. Uh, so keep your ears and eyes open for those. Uh, however, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business had this endless budget to have content created on a regular basis. And we all know with social media, consistency is so important. Having content going out on a daily basis is essential so that your brand, number one, doesn't get lost in the throng, but also the way the algorithms work means your content will pop up more often. So I sat down, I came up with a process, called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon, and you can still download that book for free until August the 1st. So if you don't have your your copy right now and you're watching in 2020 and it's still not August yet, go and download your copy by clicking on the link in the section below. That book will take you through the whole process generically that I take my clients through, helping them from everything from planning all the way to podcasting and whatever else happens in between as well. So hopefully you can get some value from that book. But also I'm here right now. So if you've got any questions, you can just throw them at me and I can do my best to answer them as best as as best as I can. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Okay, so what are we gonna talk about today? Uh, well, for those of you who don't know, uh, and this is a bizarre one, I would have never thought there was a day connected to this. It is National Lipstick Day. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? There's a day for everything else. So why am I gonna chat about National Lipstick Day? And how will I tell back into social media was the question I was asked on Twitter um, not more than about 10 minutes ago. Okay, so social media, lipstick, how do they work together? Well, they don't, but think about it this way. Lipstick, there are hundreds if not thousands of different shades, different types, different models, whatever you would call it, different brands. Uh, so they've got different active ingredients, all that different type of stuff. So they work differently with different types of skin and so on and so forth. So you've got to find the one that works best for you. And then when you find that one, you use it on a regular basis. And you use that one more than you would probably use any others, but you will try others and you will have some, some others that you use, but you have your favorite that you use all the time. And that's how it relates to social media because there are so many different social media platforms out there and it can be a very confusing world. When you first look at social media and somebody tells you, you should be using social media for your brand, for your business. A lot of people just go, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I need to be. I don't know what social media channel to, to look at. I don't really know how to use any of them. They're all a bit confusing. I, I kind of like Facebook because I've used it a bit. That's where I'll go. 
without really thinking about actually how it's going to work for your brand and for your business. And so I'm going to take you right back to the very beginning. And this is something I've preached about for the last, what is it, 18 weeks of doing these lives, is that you need to understand who your customer is going to be. If you don't understand who your customer, your client is going to be for your business, then just like picking a lipstick, you're just randomly grabbing at different social media channels, hoping that one of them's going to work and you're going to have this magic pill effect and it doesn't work like that. So what you need to do is sit down and you need to understand who your business is aimed at. Who are you trying to talk to? Who is your ideal client? And that don't get me wrong, when you first start a business, and I did this myself, so don't get me wrong, I know everybody makes the same mistakes, but I'm trying to help you not these mistakes, but everybody wants everybody as a client. I ran a video video agency. That's how we started out. We want to create videos for everyone. Of course we do. And that's not to say we can't do that, but you have to niche down. You have to understand who your ideal client is or who the ideal kind of content creation is going to be aimed at. So for in our case, we work specifically in social media content creation for a specific business sector. That's what Perception Studios does. Me, as an individual, I create content and help people understand the content mindset for smaller businesses, specifically mindset and life coaches, but everybody can get value from what it is I've got to say. So you need to sit down and understand who your avatar is. Who is your ideal client? Because until you understand that, you cannot then start looking at the multitude of different shades of lipstick, the multitude of different social media channels that are available to you to use for your brand and for your business. Because if you don't know who your client is, then you can't know where they're hanging out. You've got to put in the hard work. And running a business, nobody ever said it was easy. Nobody ever said it was going to be a walk in the park for you. You've got to put in the hard work. Nobody said, right, okay, you're going to start a T-shirt company, a T-shirt brand. You're going to design some great T-shirts. You're going to get them printed. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put out one tweet and everybody's going to want to buy what you've got to sell because it's just the best. It's just the dog's work like that. Social media doesn't work like that. Business doesn't work like that. And if that's the mindset you're in, you've got to get yourself out of that mindset. It's going to be hard work. It's going to take time. Whether you want to be the next influencer on TikTok, on YouTube, whatever it is, or whether you want to build a brand and a business, selling something or doing B2B work or whatever it might be, it's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of hard work. So don't believe that it's just going to happen overnight. Most people are not that lucky. Some people it does happen for. I'm not saying it could never happen but it's highly unlikely to. You're going to have to put the hard work in. So you're going to have to sit down and work out who your ideal customer is. And once you know that, then you're going to have to do some research and find out where they're hanging out. And then once you've done that research and found out where they're hanging out, you're going to have to do some testing. You're going to have to test a couple, two, maybe three platforms and find out where your style of content and your product that you have to sell hits the best. If you are a B2B company, it could be LinkedIn, but then you might be a B2B company that is specifically aiming at working females. Okay, well, in that case, it could be Instagram or Pinterest. You've got to do that research. You've got to find out where they're hanging out, and you've got to do some testing. It's called A-B testing. This is what's called growth hacking. You need to sit down, understand who your audience is, understand where they're hanging out, and then do some testing. And then once you've done that testing, you look back at the analytics and you say, okay, that's cool. 
this is where they're hanging out. This is the best platform for me. Right, now I need to put eighty to 70 to 80% of my effort into that one platform. But just like the other lipsticks on National Lipstick Day, just like the other shades of lipstick that you use now and again, you still need to use the other social media platforms now and again as well because you're going to remove an element of friction. Yes, you know your audience is hanging out there, but you need to still put content out on those other two channels where they're hanging out and everywhere else as well so that you know you're removing that level of friction for those people who want to consume content on other channels. So don't just automatically assume, right, okay, well, I've used Facebook. That's what, that's what I'm going to use because that might not be where your audience is. It also could be. But without some research and understanding, you're not going to know where your audience is. You're not going to be able to put content out where they're hanging out. So you've got to go through these stages. Even if you are long drawn into business, you've been going for years, and you've never done this, it is time to do it now because it will help you not only understand your business better, it will help you understand where your audience is hanging out and potentially bring you more customers because you know where they're hanging out now. It'll help you create content specifically targeted at them rather than writing a, an article or putting a video out that is aimed at Bob who's 57 and you're aiming at Amy who's 25. But Bob who's 57 is getting the content and he's consuming it, but he doesn't want your product. And Amy who's 25 is going, well, that's written for a bloke who's 57 and I really don't really get it. And so sod that, I'll go over here who's written at me. So it just helps you massively all the way through the process of social media content. Not only that, once you know where they're hanging out and once you know who they are, you can start planning your content. You can start putting that plan into place, understanding how much content you're going to be creating, what months you're going to be creating certain content in, what you're going to be talking about when and where. It just makes life so much easier. So if you've never done this, take it back right now and start understanding who your avatar is. And for a lot of people during the current lockdown situation that we've been in, their avatar has changed dramatically because they were specifically face-to-face -face customer um, doing a specific type of thing, and then they've had to go, right, okay, well, I can't do that anymore because I can't get face-to-face -face anymore. What can I do for those people that might mean pivoting the business of a society? Or what can I do for this segment of people rather than that segment because they're not interested in what I've got to do anymore. I've got to start aiming at these people. So if you sit down now and do it, you'll understand better where your business is going to be aiming for the next, let's say, to be honest, let's, we, we could be the, the end of time, but probably for the next six months at least. So sit down, understand who that avatar is, then you can understand which shade of lipstick you need to be using the most, uh, which social media channel you need to be hitting the hardest, and then what other shades you could use are the other social media channels uh, that are there for you to help remove friction. So if your audience is on LinkedIn, 70% of your effort goes on there, and then you spread yourself across TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook and everywhere else that people could be, Twitter, Byte all sorts of different places. Trust me, there's a lot of social media channels out there, but you need to understand where your audience is hanging out first and then go from there. Okay, right. I think I've preached enough there. I, th I think you can uh, probably take some value from that. Well, I, I hope you can anyway. If you've got any questions at all about what I've just spoken about or about social media, about video, drop them into the comments on the channel you're watching on. I'll do my best to answer them. Quick hello to Inner Circle Catering, who's joined us on Instagram. Uh, also, let's have a look. Um, Ed McIntyre, the man who sold a course for a £1,000 told me that running a business was easy after I took his course. Oh, what a con, man. What a con. 
that there are so many people out there who will sell you the dream and they're so good at doing it. They're so good at doing it. I'm not going to call names out because that's not for me to do. But there are so many people out there whose Facebook ads will pop up in your stream, whose pre-roll ads will pop up on your YouTube because you've been consuming certain content, and they sell you the dream, and they do it so well. There is no dream. Social media isn't a magic pill. It will not cure all your ills. It will help you build a brand. It will help you build a business over time. And then you've got to do the sales and everything else to keep the business ticking along and making money while you're still consistently putting out value. And then you've got to put money out there as well behind content that you have created for you that will help draw customers in. Because what they'll do is they'll see that piece of content, look at other stuff you've done, go, right, this guy gives loads of value. This girl gives loads of value. Brilliant. Excellent. I'm going to use them as my go-to and then they use you as a business. But yeah, um, just concentrate on understanding which shade of lipstick you want to use on lipstick day. That's how I tied lipstick into social media. I think I did pretty good there with that. Do you, do you not? I don't know. Um, okay, so let's have a look here. Um, Ed is asking, what's happening with TikTok, Simon? I don't know. What is happening with TikTok? How do you mean? Let me know in the comments. I'll go to the first question and then I'll come back to that. Okay, so the first question comes from Helen, uh, and Helen is asking, what's the most common mistake people do on social media for businesses? The most common mistake, there's two. Most common mistakes I see, number one, they're not posting often enough, consistency. I go on about that all the time. The second major issue that I see a lot of is people selling straight away. There is no level of building a connection between you and your audience, none whatsoever. And don't get me wrong, I know people can find content whenever, whatever period of time you are within creating content. So you could have been doing value for four weeks and then dropped in one piece of sales content and go back to value for four weeks. That's fine. This is a lot of brands who are constantly selling. There is no level of value there. There is no level of removing the pain for their audience. For me, I know a lot of brands, a lot of businesses struggle with understanding what to do with social media and specifically video. So I help them with that process. I help them understand what they can do themselves for free so that hopefully at some point further down the line, when they do have money coming in and want some help with some campaign creative, they'll come to us as an agency to help them create that. If they don't, that's fine. At least I've still helped them with the value that I've given. But so many businesses and brands make that mistake of just diving straight in and just going in for the kiss without even knowing the person. You've got to build that level of connection with you and the audience. What was it, Gary Vaynerchuk wrote a book called? Jab, 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 right hook. You've got to give, 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 and then you ask. So you've got to give a little bit of yourself over and over again, and then eventually you drop in and ask. But then you go back to giving. And then eventually you drop in and ask. And then you go back to giving. You don't constantly ask, 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 ask. Oh, by the way, here's that. Ask, 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 here's this. Because it just puts people off. People don't want to be sold at, especially now when we are bombarded with sales messages across social media, across every platform on social media, across every newspaper, across every radio station. We are bombarded with messages telling people to buy their certain products. It just puts us off. So if you can just give a level of value, just give, 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 and then eventually, by the way, I'd love you to buy my book. 
by the way, I would love you to use my services. By the way, I can help you take this a step further, whatever it might be. So hopefully, Helen, if you're starting out on a business, that's what you're going to air away from. Don't sell instantly. Go into the value giving. That's what you do with an organic growth. If you're putting money behind your content, it's a very different kettle of fish. If you're creating adverts that you want to draw people into your funnel or want people to book you for a certain service that you you do, then that's a totally different kettle of fish. But that is selling. But you don't sell on organic growth. You don't sell on just trying to talk to people. Social media is about being social. Okay, uh, let's have a look, see what Ed said about TikTok. Um, I heard that TikTok could be getting banned, like it won't be a thing soon. Um, this has been going around for weeks, Ed. I'll be absolutely honest with you. I don't see it happening. I really don't see TikTok getting banned whatsoever. If it was such a massive security issue, they would have banned it back in dot. They would, it just it would not have even managed to get to the stage it's at now. People, It would have been banned months ago. So I don't see... Uh, TikTok getting banned whatsoever. What I do suggest to certain people who are massive influencers on TikTok is don't put all your eggs in one basket. Again, remove that level of friction. If you've got an audience on TikTok, they're probably going to enjoy your content elsewhere as well. So make sure that they are following you on different channels. Put different content on those channels, perhaps. If you're just a dancer on TikTok, maybe put learning the dance on Instagram and then maybe um, like the the blog version of it on Medium and on your website, whatever it might be. But absolutely diversify. Don't put all your eggs into one basket. Um, but I don't see TikTok going anywhere. I really don't. Um, when you've got brands paying people like Charlie D'Amelio $100,000 to do a brand deal with them, I just I can't see that level of money being spent by brands and businesses who think this platform's going to go away. Or maybe they're just taking advantage of it while they can. I don't know. But I, I just don't see it going anywhere. I think if it was a true security issue, which is one of the big things that people are going on about, it would have been gone a long time ago. Absolutely a long, long, long time ago. So really, don't worry about it. Just get yourself on there, create content. Just don't forget all the other platforms as well. And try not to dribble your coffee over yourself. Okay, uh, next question. Let's just have a quick look. See if anybody's asking anything else there. Nope. Um, not there at the moment. Okay, Zaid uh, dropped me an email and he says, how do you balance business and influencing? Um, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword because um, kind of they're not really exclusive to each other. They're kind of, they're in a symbiotic relationship. So I use my level of influence, which is very small, but I use my level of influence to hopefully then draw people into the business to do work with us. My level of influence also helps draw people to me to do certain things for them, so like reviews of their social media and so on and so forth, which will then hopefully still lead into the business. If you look at big influencers, the Grant Cardones of the world, the Gary Vaynerchuks, they use their influence to give loads of value. Don't get me wrong, but they are business people through and through, no matter how empathetic they might be in Gary's case or completely not in Grant's case, they are still business people. And so they're not out to make a quick book from you. Well, maybe Gary's not, but other people might be. Um, but they are still there to make money. So as a business, VaynerMedia still make money. And Gary's influence draws people to VaynerMedia and for what they do. 
Grant's influence draws people to Grant, who then go on training with Grant and his team to then go into mostly property investment and just trying to make more money. Um, and a lot of other people do this kind of stuff as well, obviously. And that's kind of what influence can do. It can draw people from one stage to the next stage of a business. So that's what I try to do with mine. Um, and that's so I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think they do really work together. Um, I don't think you need to find a balance between pushing out your own influence content and the business that you're doing. And if you've got a team who can work with you, even better. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Just um, I don't. I don't think they're exclusive. I think they have to work in a symbiotic relationship together. And you need to work out personally what kind of balance you need to put in there. Is your influence bringing in lots of business that you can't handle? In which case, slow down the influence stuff, work on the business, and then maybe look at hiring people to deliver the business aspect of it so that you can keep influencing. Or maybe what you could do is if people expect you to deliver, you could hire a team to help you with the influencing. So a bit, again, like Gary Vee or Grant or uh, Tony Robbins or Mel Robbins, they have teams who help them create content that they put out and then they deliver the business side of it themselves. So maybe that's something you need to be looking at. But you need to look maybe both ways. Um, but, yeah, they're not mutually exclusive at all. So just just put the work in. Anyway, hopefully, um, I think that's kind of about it, really. Um, we've got no more questions have come in. And, um, yeah, it's a glorious day outside. So hopefully you guys are going to go and enjoy the sunshine and the 25-degree heat. Uh, I know I am for an hour at least before I go and collect the little one from the childminder. So as always, thank you so much for watching this live. If you've got any value from it whatsoever, please do hit the subscribe button. That would be amazing. And also just move that mouse off thumb ever so slightly to one side. Click share. Share it with your audience. If you've got value from it and you think anybody you know could get some value from what I've just been talking about, please share this piece of content with them. Let them know all about it. Let's keep growing the community, getting more and more people watching, getting more and more questions coming in so that we can help more and more people. That's what this is all about. Uh, so then, anyway, I'm going to shoot off. Thanks for watching. I, I will see you on Friday around about 11.30ish. Depends on nap time. But until then, stay safe and have a great rest of your Wednesday and an awesome Thursday as well. See you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.